Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. This is your Lodge Master. With me, as always, is Brother Bishki. Yossi. And Brother Lucas. Tonight, we are going deep, deep into the bowels of a Burbank parking garage because we have an overstuffed episode. You may hear ominous laughter. Mills is here. That's the Lodge Mistress Millie. We have Brother Justin. This is the sound of my voice. And we have the preeminent Giallo scholar, the Dark Lord himself, Brother Ian. I'm here. <laughs> so tonight's film, if you haven't if you haven't guessed by our goblin intro, our goblin-esque intro, is Suspiria 2018. We're seeing a lot of remakes. We're seeing, well, Halloween was a sequel, but Halloween 2018, A Star is Born 2018. Yes. And now Suspiria 2018. So, what what's everybody's temperature on the original? Where where's everybody at right now? Saw it last night at midnight at the New Art Theater. Um, it was it was I think the whole audience was kind of puzzled. It was uh, it was beautiful. Um, Maybe they didn't know what they I, were I am a Dar- into. I am a Dario Argento fan. I've I've seen everything from Bird with Crystal Plumage to Opera, and I like everything. But it, it'll be interesting to see what. Guadagnino does with this. <laughs> well, and Ian, Ian, where are you at? Like, you're, you've got to be an Argento freak, right? Yes. Uh, I, have, I haven't watched his first film. I'm kind of missing out on that. Yeah, but I've seen a lot of this other stuff. And um, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm in a balance, actually, because I'm not sure where, what I'm going to be watching, what I'm going to be expecting. Right. You know what I mean? But, well, when, when this movie was released, you yeah. came to me and you were like, uh, I'm already mad, but I don't know why. I was, well, I'm not, to be honest, like, remakes, I'm not too fond of remakes, honestly. I just keep it how it, how a movie originally has to be. It's already been there. I'm just going to let it myself open to it and just see what happens. Okay. Brother Justin, what is your history with Giallo? Well, uh, I think sometimes I ride the line between aggressive appreciation mm-hmm. and not getting it at all Mm -hmm. so the original i enjoy quite a bit i think it looks amazing i think the Mm -hmm. vibe is great obviously the soundtrack is legendary yeah but uh 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes I it's 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 kind of got that artsy vibe where you're like, I'm appreciating the hell out of this. I don't know if I like it per se. I think maybe my, you know, American sensibilities aren't exactly lining up with this, but as someone who went to art school and has watched a lot of bullshit, I can certainly sit back and enjoy that kind of thing. Well, maybe maybe Dakota Johnson will help with your American sensibilities. Oh, of course. Can't get more American than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, are we going to talk about this director's previous film? What I is it? I, I don't know anything. Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which I think I might... Uh, I, I enjoyed. I, I think it's overly long, and I think Suspiria, is, this movie's... This movie clocks in at two hours and 32 minutes. Holy cow, yeah. It so. is a full hour and two minutes longer than the so original. There sustain. better be more to the story than the original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. The most riveting scene of 2016 in cinema for me was wondering whether or not Army Hammer was going to take a bite of that peach. That was, <laughs> there so was if, some high tension there. If he can channel that yeah, tension... Great into this movie. I mean, he mm-hmm. did that with a peach. But I, I do hope that this one has more story. You'd have to be, be like insane to n- to say that there's no way you could improve upon the plot. Well, right. let me tell you my experience oh. with Suspiria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. is, the first time I ever saw it, I was in this class called Film and Horror, Duke University. Exciting. And immediately when I saw that it was dubbed, I took a nap. Okay. So Fair. I slept, yeah, I slept through the entire yeah. thing. And then recently Matt and I saw it again, and I was like, this is pretty amazing. Yeah. I really Greatly. enjoyed it. And, and, and I really am excited to see what they do with it 2018 style. We got two and a half hours of movie to uh, to get through. We're going to hit MacGuffins probably. Yeah, you're going to pick me up. We're, <laughs> we're going to strap ourselves in. And uh, we'll be back in this creepy corner of this Burbank parking ramp to uh, deliver the horrific results. To watch Suspiria. Suspiria. Didn't Rihanna do the theme song? Yeah, I think she did. Suspiria. Is it Suspiria? Disturbia. Disturbia. Okay, well. All right. trying to be funny. I'm sorry. (laughs) We'll see you guys on the other side. If we survive. parking ramp outside the Burbank 6 and we've picked up a couple new dancers in our troupe who happen to be at the Burbank 16 brother Nathan hey we're here and Woo! sister May <laughs> we have such a crew here right now to talk Suspiria I almost said Disturbia to talk Suspiria uh, no, I think Mandy Mandy was still the biggest, but this is this is a strong coven. This is a strong coven, yes. Before we get into it, because we're all we're all trying to keep it bottled up inside us, uh, let's get that schnapps from Rotten Tomatoes. A darkness swirls at the center of a world-renowned dance company, one that will engulf the troupe's artistic director Swinton, an ambitious young dancer Johnson, and a grieving psychotherapist Erbersdorf. 
Some will succumb to the nightmare, others will finally wake up. Ooh. Oh. Tantalizing. Um, a clue. A clue. Okay, so we talked a little bit in the intro about hoping that it had a little more story this time. Mm-hmm. I don't think that happened. Does anybody disagree? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, like, how do we open? Like, does anyone understand well, what's happening? The added story I would have cut first. Yes. <laughs> the love story. So, okay, so we begin with Swinton in old age makeup as the elder <laughs> elder gentleman. I thought that too. Does anyone else think that? I mean, everyone thinks that? Yeah. Herbersdorf. It looked like... Yeah, she's she's, she's the old man. She's, she, I think she is. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I, I read that she was a And she looks... I thought it was a young man, at yeah. least. She looks exactly I mean, like Michael Jackson in Ghosts. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, the wrinkles don't move. No, they don't. The, the, her, Something's her up. Forehead, yeah. And... <laughs> We begin, we begin there with Chloe Grace Moretz just kind of showing up, like, running from the dance company. I don't know. Like, I feel like we should have started with, like, a big, a big kill or something, kind of like in the original movie. Like, it really showed, like, it threw down the gauntlet. Slow burn. Yeah, this movie immediately. Yeah. This movie is a slow burn, but there is some nutrients to be had, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I almost fell asleep, like, yeah. five times in that first... Fifteen. It got me. Oh, Lucas, when when were you out? <laughs> what out, was your was sleep so report? I was out like at least two thirds, man. Like, but in I'll, waves, I would I would come well, in at like brutality. Lucas fell asleep. Oh, yeah. did you notice that? I wanted to join him so bad. <laughs> well, part of the issue in our screening was it was projected really dark. Yeah, it doesn't help when you have a all muted color pan- palette. Yeah. It is almost gray. perversely yeah. l- lacking of color. And the color. subtitles look like 3D words without the 3D glasses. Like it was. It well, was, oh, they did have shadows, so it oh, was. They, had a, they, they yes. do have color drop shadows. Dro- yeah. Color drop red, shadows. Red and blue. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like those have a significance. But yeah. the rest yeah. of the movie is almost perversely devoid of color until the end, which mm-hmm. I guess... Yes. You can, that can be part of the strategy to make that pop even more. But at two and a half hours long, like, give us a couple more pops of color. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, the, the, the ghost or the spectral things sure, that we sure. see, the light, those are prismatic colors. Those had a lot of color, which I felt was a reference to the very colorful original uh, Suspiria. That's sure. what you're pointing to. But the when, when, when the projector is so dim, it doesn't matter, and you go to sleepy time. You guys got to all see it again. I know. Well, that's what I told the manager. I'm like, I came out here, and I told you twice personally to brighten it. And he's like, sir, go get your pass. And I'm like, yes and yes. <laughs> Did you guys all get passes? I didn't. Yeah. What a whiff. Oh, man. But anyway, so the story as it is is uh, Dakota Johnson leaves her Amish lifestyle to go, to go be in this dance company. And then there's witches afoot. And there's an old man doddering around, kind of sniffing around, trying to figure out what's going on. Sort of. Because Chloe Moretz Grace disappeared after the cold open. She did. Never to be seen again, right? Well, oh, no, yeah. I think he slept through when oh, she was yeah. seen again. She fled the we'll get the there. We'll get there. And you want an expert on the Beider Meinhof group in the late 70s <laughs> Germany? <laughs> they were considered like a political radical anarchist, communist, socialist group. What I enjoyed about sitting next to Ian was that there'd be certain moments, like when an occult book was seen for the first time, mm-hmm. he'd just intone, mm. <laughs> It's like when, it, when somebody's at the door and my cat is like, mm, like something's up, something's afoot. So I would definitely 
sit up a little bit when I heard Ian growl. So what I've noticed the movie, there's like occult, witchcraft, liberation. Um, there's politics involved. The whole movie is mostly like doom and gloom kind of. Yeah. Because it's raining, it's snow, it's dark. Very dark. So it kind of reflected in that time what was going on, like yeah. in Europe, you know, in the good old days of the Cold War, I can say. Yeah. <laughs> but, my question, though, is yeah. we want any of that in this movie? Yeah. Or in terms of the politics stuff, like, yeah. did we want that subplot? Did yeah. we want... Yeah. I, I, that's what I'm wondering as well. It's like this movie is almost devoid of color and completely devoid of fun until a certain point key point and even at that point I think it's more played for you know high art disturbing mm. rather than yeah. quote-unquote fun so does any did anybody think this was a fun movie no way I wouldn't say fun but I would say there was a lot about it I really did enjoy. Sure, sure. Yeah, but well, not let's, fun. Let's get into what we what what we enjoyed. I think I think the point where I really had hope, my hope just shot up, was the first death scene, where Tilda Swinton has imbued Dakota Johnson with witch powers, and she basically turns another student in a separate room into a dance voodoo doll while she's doing this very more like a pretzel. Like a pretzel yeah, doll. That's what I even yeah, thought. I was thinking about it when I saw that part. Her. I thought that's like a pretzel. I was awake for that. That was pretty. <laughs> but cool. every was every move she makes would like crack the bone of the other. Girl. It was and it went on and it was fantastic. It was, that was a high point of the movie. And, yeah. and that's when, a high point the, of yeah. cinema. Yeah, when yeah. all the witches came and hooked her out. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. I mean, it is disturbing. Talk not about disturbia. Yeah. That, had, that room had the sturdiest mirrors in cinema history. <laughs> mirrors in movies aren't ever that sturdy. But after that, it's kind of... Okay, to, to talk about this old man character, I would like to make a cut of this movie that completely removes him. Yeah. yeah is that, is that controversial at all? No. Like, what did, what did that add to Suspiria? Nothing. I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. All I can think is it, it, he's a character that's asking questions and actually spelling out some of the things that are complete. But why not have a hot cop? Oh, a hot cop. Well, because it's Tilda and, and old man makeup but for some at, reason. And look at what they did to the cops. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's and I mean, as, as someone who's an aspiring filmmaker myself, I want to be on the side of the creators and say, like, well, sure. studio executives always ruin things. They're always trying to make things more palatable so they can make money because they're yeah. greedy. And auteurs, you know, need to do what they do. Yeah. But occasionally I'll watch a movie and I'm like, some asshole in a suit could have improved this by going, what the fuck are you doing with some of this? When yeah, I yeah. saw that that character doing a very deliberate hobble down the street, I'm like, this is Swinton Ego. That's what we're watching <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know because, I mean, I'm going to skip a little, but it's like, it almost is like this is the gentleman's story because we sort of end with his image. Which is but why? Weird. I don't know why. Why, Millie? Why I did you do it like know. that? That's why I think it's like kind of his story, which is weird in a story of all women. Here's here's what I here's here's my main concern about this movie, is in the first one, it's it is the the lady story. It's her journey. She's the one that starts suspecting that there's witches afoot. In this movie, the witches are afoot. We know that. We yeah. see their groups. We <laughs> yeah. see them they, voting. They, they, they hook them. 
They, it's there is no mystery there. We see there. them conspiring. We see them talking. I think I think the they did rightly choose the one one detail from the original that's very successful is the dance academy. Her yes. her, her being prepped. Yeah. I think those dance sequences are thrilling. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, they're they're spooky. You know, they're in, they're in that witchy thing. But but where it goes with the subplot of the old man, I'm, I'm not sure. Other than drawing attention, it feels at odds. I do like that it was like an experimental kind of avant-garde dance group yeah. versus ballet in the first sure. one. Because I think when you get into that experimental avant-garde, the way that the teachers talk and things get really... Like, I just remember experimental film school where they just yeah. fuck with your mind yeah. with, like, all their, like, different theories on things and stuff like that. And then it kind of got into, like, almost like a witchcraft-type area where you're dealing with, like, dark arts. There's plenty of movie yeah. there to go around. Yeah. So yeah. why are we doddering around with this old guy? I, I think also it's because he's the witness, and since the protagonist turns, I think it's like sure. you need somebody who's, like, you're with. Yeah, but if you remove I, I him like from it. the movie... I like okay, saying. so I, I this director <laughs> loves sad men. And in a coven of dancing witches, there aren't enough sad men. That's true. How can we add 40 minutes of sad men? That's true. This by, like, the chapter, like, the... Um, the beginning six of the chapters act, and the an six epilogue. Six chapters and an epilogue, and it kind of reminds me of like a record from a, the 70s prog band. You know, yes. it tells you a, a song. Very a song, astute. It builds up, it builds up, and then at the end, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of reminds me of that. And I was like, it kind of fits the time because it was in the 70s in the storyline. Like yes. the original was in the 70s. So it, it, it kind of had that feel to it, you know? What, what do we think of Tom York? Um, be honest, look. <laughs> you were uh, making some bad growls well, during it, that. It's the, the music's pretty decent. I like the score. It's okay. I mean, I prefer Goblin, to be honest. But, well, of course. Um, yeah, but what I didn't like was the beginning. He sings. And I said, I would have yeah. just let the, Not, the music. Over was, the Amish. That was yeah, like, the, um, the that music. That was like Sufjan in, uh, yeah. in uh, uh, Call Me By Your Name. When Sufjan yeah. came on, because it's a period piece. And then Sufjan just shows up. It feels it takes you out of the whole period. I, yeah. I, I, I agree. With the ly- the lyrics do bring me out because they're mm-hmm. they're almost spelling out like should I be listening to the lyrics? There's one that's like yeah. you're, you're inside me. Ooh. You know, and you're like yeah. should, should I, is this spelling yeah. out like nice acoustics I mean, out we're here? In a movie. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're in a movie that's doing that. So I think I think the inclusion of it is I think we're supposed to look at the lyrics, but but I do think it was very jarring and it felt it felt folky. Kind yeah. Of weird yeah. Way. To me, it felt it felt as as at odds with the movie as the old man doddering around, like the music just like. Don't forget the extended scenes of middle-aged women eating and drinking and smoking. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, yeah, there's a lot of atmosphere to it. There is a lot of atmosphere. But I think I think what we've what we've been seeing lately too, especially with Halloween, and which is interesting because. If David Gordon Green was offered this movie, very weird. Yeah. But <laughs> these remakes and updates and sequels are being given to people who appreciate mm-hmm. the source material, but they're not necessarily driven to make it. That's why we get Halloween that's kind of funky in a bad way, in my opinion. That's why we get Suspiria, which is kind of a interpretive dance Holocaust drama. With some witches. Yeah, well, this is at yeah. least a new vision. Like, yeah. Halloween sure. was not at sure, all sure, sure, a sure, new sure. vision. Um, a couple nominations for Salad Dragon scene. When the cops come by, <laughs> we see them kind of arrive at the dance academy, and then we, we, don't, we kind of lose track of them. And then old Dakota goes creeping around in some files, 
and oversees some of a couple of the witches taunting one of the cops who is naked and they are playing with his penis with a hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the witch's hook. Oh, the, the witch's hook. It was hook. named as a witch's hook created by. In oh, the really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Did you guys stay to the end? There was a final moment. Oh, what? Yeah. Dakota is standing outside the building of the old man and she does something with her hands in a magical fashion. All right. And then it says the end. Great. She moves on. Great. Hashtag mind blown. <laughs> Hashtag you slept through it. <laughs> but the other. I think I think the the true salad dragon though is the final chapter, yeah. which yeah. is, you know, CGI Blood City, baby. We've yeah. we've we've gone through all the beats of the original, and we know that there is a ritual coming up, and there is a ritual that is performed, and it is quite amazing. I mean, what did everybody think about that shit? I appreciated some of the attempts at you know that optical weirdness with the different kind of shutter speeds and all that stuff i think it was just kind of too busy and i mean maybe i'm just a moron but i wasn't quite with it at that point so it was just kind of unearned nonsense to me (laughs) There there did seem to be like one too many characters i did like mia goth in this i thought she was witchy she's the friend you guys know and she was very um uh, she felt she felt like right one, and she was in a situation where she was figuring out that this coven is da da. You know, it was it, for for the viewer more than Dakota was. So she had potential to be a protagonist for me. I liked her, but where she went was very different than what I thought was going to happen there. Well, and Chloe Grace Moretz shows up again as kind of a Linda Blair kind of. A Salad monster. She I don't showed, know. Yeah. She, bloated, she showed up as a bloated corpse. Why did she yeah. take this role? Why would you do that? Why would you take this role if you were her? I don't know. Indie cred, artistic. I get. Merit, uh, that's what she thought. But what ends up there? It's a strange role. Let's um, talk about Tilda. Tilda. I think she. She's like ageless somehow. Yeah. And this is like a, every time I see her, I'm like, this is the role that she was born to play. Because right. <laughs> right. the cult leader in the beach, you know, like there's 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 so many roles where she is like so well cast, and she she does she's flawless in this. Like she is so odd and strange and completely believable. Completely yes. believable. Oh yeah. yeah. And looks like not as the man, man, but not as, as the man. as the dance instructor. Let's be let's be clear here. <laughs> Well, does anybody else have anything to add about the tale? The tale that was told? Hmm. I mean, I'll add this. I enjoyed the middle-aged women sitting around and talking and drinking. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see that that because often. Because I feel like I've seen so many goddamn movies where guys do that. And mob And they're being real and witty. Blah, blah, blah. I don't even care. Those, those but scenes of drinking was, and smoking really felt like Argento to me. Those Argento films are very quiet. It felt 70s. Very European. Yeah, yeah there's sometimes you, people just drinking scotch and looking like shit. And smoking. And smoke, yeah. everyone's smoking. And you smoking. don't get to see women that age on film that much. And so I, I just feel like to get to see them sit there and talk I was into it I mean I liked sort of the group camaraderie of women this was like a ton of women I was super into that evil women the the mob guys are funny though what what were these (laughs) ladies talking about yeah what were they talking about (laughs) they were talking while Tom York was over top going "Ah, ah, I want me inside you (laughs) I was just like all right, we got a lot of people here, so uh, let's save Ian. Let's save Ian the Dark Lord for last. Bisky, what are you doing with the bones here? Talk us through it. Um, I say I got puzzled again by Suspiria. Um, you got I, puzzled. I got puzzled last night, and then 
with the original, but I admit it, but but in a whole new way. I got puzzled tonight, so I'm, I hate to be like kind of middle of the road. Um, be whatever you but want. But I did like a lot of things in it, but it's, it needed an editor to just really yeah. tighten it into the best components. I thought uh, two bones. That's a two boner, oh. brother Justin. This is a one and a half bone movie mm. for me. Uh, I don't like this director one bit. I think he's he's trying to convince the world that he's brilliant and smart, mm. and if you don't understand what's going on, you might be dumb, mm. and uh, you can fucking cram it Ooh, with that man. attitude. I don't cram need it. you. I don't need Hashtag your movies. cram it. That's one and a half bones from Brother Justin. Well, I think I think processing it now, the the pace is really the big offender to me. There's there's so many ups and downs. I, I thought I wanted to wait till I saw the whole film to see if if there the moments of violence and the moments of the dance are real kinetic to me, and I thought they were really well executed. I think Tilda and Dakota is is actually I mean I thought she was actually really solid in this, and I'm expect I'm looking for her to be you know maybe not as strong. So for me. I appreciate everybody's that, out to get the code. For me, I appreciate that they stepped away from all the things that Suspiria was because you can't do Argento, yeah. you can't do the color, you can't do the peacock feathers and the labyrinth, you know, ballet yeah. thing. It's such a such an amazing movie. And what's missing for me is the Goblin score, which is really what maybe this film could have used a, a, a propulsive mm-hmm. score that yeah. kept it going, especially during the dance sequences. So I miss that. I'm I'm I really wanted to really love this one and dig in, uh, but I'm I'm more I'm two bones on this. One. That's a solid two. Solid two. Sister May. Since I don't like horror and Nate Woo! wasn't sure if I would be able to handle it. I don't know if it is a horror movie. I, I mean, that, <laughs> I that, yeah, that first, ending. that and the first, like, uh, the kill, dance. the puppet yeah. dance. Like, that, that was, was pretty rad. I'm not a, ugh, body horror is terrible to me. It's like my nightmares. Um, but You'll sleep well tonight. Uh, Dakota and and Tilda's mother role, not the old man. Yes. But those were solid. Um, I would say probably two bones too. That's a solid two. Lodge Mistress Millie. You know, I enjoyed this. I thought it was mm. bizarre, but I thought it took. I a couldn't real, read you. I took it. It took a real turn from the original, and they were very playful with the ending. I, I don't with the way they turned Dakota's character. I don't think they sold the ending, but I really loved Tilda's performance. I really liked the backstory of the weird other mother that was Dakota's mom, the smear of sin. She was like, my daughter's a smear of sin. And I was like, you get a bone for that from me. A full bone for a smear. And I mean, not really, but kind of. And and then- (laughs) Completely. I just liked that it was so many women and I loved the dancing. And I I thought it was so kinetic. It seems to be a theme going on here. So, you know, for me, really, it was a three-boner. Three-boner? Yeah. Wow. That's a high point so far. Brother Lucas, you, I mean... <laughs> well, I got to give a little PSA here. If, you, if you've been drinking or smoking or eating nachos, do not, under any circumstances, recline your seat back. Because if it's too dark and, there, and there's subtitles or, yeah, it's not like a normal Hollywood plot, like, you might drift. And, and if there's no one there to snap you out of it... You can find yourself like waking up on an ice drift, like in the middle of the Arctic. Justin should have been your designated but, buddy. But in the two, Pope, Pope buddy. In the two and a half hours, I, I felt like I was a, a sleeping, skipping rock. Where I, I, oh. I, I definitely was awake for that first voodoo dance kill, which went on forever, and I was like, "Wow, this is pretty gruesome." And then, uh, and then I, I dipped out, and then I, and I dipped back in during Mia Goss tormenting like torture, where yeah, she was like begging for for them not to kill her anymore. 
Um, and then the end, of course, where you think Dakota Johnson's in trouble and really she's like, actually, I'm the one that you're all in trouble. Like, I'm the one that's going to end you all. And then the CG blood fest. Um, I give it two bones. You know, I could see people being really into this because of all the uh, witchy women. Um, but it was odd that it was Did like... I check out, Millie? But, but it was odd, though. I didn't understand why Tilda Swinton was in the old man makeup. Yeah. It was supposed to be an old man, right? It wasn't supposed to be a woman She's as an old man. Michael Jackson like, as a choice. It's just yeah. distracting because yeah, I did I did hear about it before I'd seen it, so I was like, oh yeah, there she is, like, and she she's definitely doing her best not to overact. She couldn't really cry through the makeup. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it was dry heaving. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, so, so that's two bones. That's two bones. Okay. Yeah. Dark Lord, brother Ian, what do you got? Um, Everybody's waiting. I'm gonna give you a bone and a half. Oh wow. Oh. Um, I mean. Oh. I'm stuck with the original, and I keep yeah. it that way. But I do like this movie. It does have its up and. Do you have a Suspiria pin? Do you have a Suspiria pin on your sweater? Yeah. That's amazing. This man walks it like he talks it. So, the movie. Um, hmm, I don't know. Really, yeah. it's really hard to define it. When you groaned with uh, Tom York, I that yeah, kind of said it all for me. I mean, I mean, the score should have been like how. Um, Nate said it, you know? Should have been a little bit more... Propulsive. Like, exactly. So, I mean, Tom York ain't bad. I mean, he did okay, but I prefer Goblin or someone else. You sure. Know? Goblin but, or someone else. Someone else, who, you know, can play in a, kind of that same Lena Chess Goblin or something. But, so that's a bone and a half. Bone and a half, but I like the last part, the bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I was waiting for. Yeah. All that crazy stuff. <laughs> well, we are very honored to have you in our presence yeah. to view such a film. Yeah. And I'm sorry that this offering did not appease you no. completely. No. Um, but I one and it's... a half, I think that's fair coming from coming from you and coming from someone with such a breadth of knowledge on it. Mm. Um, I thought that ending was, the ending approached the heights that I feel it was striving towards and it locked in for me just for that brief shining moment and i'm going to have images from that stuck in my head now you mean act six not the epilogue <laughs> not, yeah. the epilogue. not the epilogue not the epilogue we we remove the epilogue and yes. in my yeah. cut we end it right after yeah. that Absolutely. after that ritual yes i mean what a, what an amazing outro that would have been yeah, yeah. um but yeah. two and a half bones and it's kind of wavering between two and a half and two I think uh, any adventurous people within the sound of my voice should see this in the biggest multiplex you can because this, I say it a Brightest lot, <laughs> I say it a lot, but I really feel this is one of the strangest movies we've seen at the multiplex. And I just look around at people on their dates, unsuspecting, and I'm just like... Fifty Shades fans. Oh, Fifty Shades fans just being like, okay, let's follow her wherever she goes. She's kind of girl in our row, and I was worried about her. Like, when I woke up from one of the kill scenes, I was like, man, I hope she's not going to have nightmares, because I am. Like, this is definitely gruesome. All right, so kind of middle of the road ratings with a little ping up from the lodge mistress. Upswing. Because she, she likes the red hair and the movement and the witches and the camaraderie. Very wonderful to run into you guys here, Nathan and May. A list. Let's go off into the night and have the nightmares and dreams and what have us that uh, this will inspire. Get out of this uh, Burbank parking garage. Suspiria! Yeah. Suspiria! Love and They're gonna eat my cunt on a plate. <laughs> I put a spell on you. 
inside you. 